Welcome back to the Girls Talk Ag podcast. Plowing through the manure online. Deep, isn't it? The manure online? The manure online. Holy crud. Karen doesn't know because she's made the right move and removed Twitter from her phone. (laughs) I don't know how you do that, Karen. That's like detox. And I'm not trying to downplay, like, really, really. But I don't know that I could do that. Most. Yep. Right. I would need to sign up for Instagram as like most, mostly because of you guys. I'll be honest, like our DMS and stuff like that. I'm just not that strong. I need my people. Yeah. I do like, slide I do. Yeah, DMs I know. There, Jen. And I appreciate it. I'm like, what up? Yeah. Some, I haven't missed um, it though. I mean, if yeah. I want to know what's on Twitter, I have to go to my laptop and turn it on. So. Yeah. And then you're yeah. like, whatever. I actually did have a customer yesterday and I don't, think he listens but if he does hi um that he's he's in a bad spot right this year just couldn't get what he wanted to get planted planted and then what he did get planted we mudded in i say we like i was there he mudded in and um then he can't buy a rain so hello that's (laughs) fun and then on the marketing side we've just been effed by the market on both sides like on the upward move when he couldn't get anything planted it was like well shit we got to lift out of these contracts because you don't know if the market's going to be three dollars higher at harvest and you know what i mean and so my job is to try to manage risk and when someone says they can't produce a contract like i'm bound by a level of fiduciary responsibility to we have to lift we have to get out you know and and uh so we had some costs occurred incurred not a huge amount. It wasn't like we lifted at the high. We we were pretty early on, but still we rolled some into the, the next year and, and there was an inverse of 10 cents. And then, you know, we lifted out of some other, st- it just, just everything. And then the market goes up and then the market's now. The market is it. And yeah, we we're, he, go ahead. Yeah. Well, he's, he's the face of the people out there that everyone's like, what's going on? Are they really, you know, and he's, He's beyond frustrated and and part of his quote unquote homework when he left yesterday is as I was like, okay, first of all, we need to get your knowns put in. So he hadn't put in yet like MFP um prevented Oh my gosh. Payments. I'm sorry, he um, hasn't. I'm glad RF. that's not my job. Yeah. Because that's my that, yeah, that would be me. And Chris is already I mean, he 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 did all that. He he did all that, yeah. not all those numbers, but he, he finally did, you know, a preventative plant to see if we could even make it through the year before we even started planting. Yeah, yeah. And usually this guy's very much on top of it, but he's had a lot of stuff this summer. Well, it's, and it's, I think partly he's it's just facing like, it. Yeah, it's it. it is. It's facing yeah. it too. It sucks. Yeah. I don't want to do it. Um, you know, and I said, but you really need to. I said, you need to know your knowns and your unknowns. And so this is kind of my advice to everyone out there right now. You need to know your knowns, diagnose your knowns and your unknowns, and then take your unknowns and split them up into unknowns I can control and unknowns I can't control. And the unknowns that you can't control, you need to put in a box and slide it under your bed and try not to let it eat at you because there's nothing you can do about it anyway. So that, that was like number one, 
And the number two, I said, take Twitter off your phone. I said, it's causing you too much angst. You're getting caught up in the so um, like, anger, frustration, you know. Well, that was part of it for me. I'm like, I have enough people in real life to worry about that I just can't worry about everyone on Twitter too. Yeah. So that was part of the reason why I removed so it. So I don't I know just, if they're listening or not, but I kind of feel like Ag Twitter has a whole lot of new people on there. Where have these people been the past hundred years of agriculture? Farming. I mean, oh, hello. Well, but there are a lot of younger guys who haven't had to deal with this before. Yeah. You know, a lot of them came in on the high. They weren't around, you know, in 88 or 93. Some of them weren't around in 12, depending on where they're at. I mean, yeah, I think and that and I get that. I mean, it's tough. But but if you look at the history of agriculture, it's volatile. Well, it's easy. I think sometimes if you're a cattle feeder or a hog producer because you've been kicked in the box so many times, you're just like, dude, it's always shitty. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't, and I'm not taking away from a great, you know, someone who just produces grain. And there are legit issues out there right now. And I think some of the hardest part is, you know, the decisions made on the way up and the decisions made on the way down and i'm gonna be honest i or the decisions you didn't, didn't make, make when grain was going yes, up and now grain is going down is, is and, and you well, might the guys have a, that had been through it prepared i mean the they knew could. that the high wasn't gonna last long i didn't really you know. because hello my name is jennifer campbell we still have some bean or some corn in the bin yeah i meant prepared as Last in you knew it wasn't gonna stay that way forever yeah. you know yeah well I, I hate that moment you're waiting for it to go up and it just kicks you in the box again it, That's well it it, it drops it drops right in front of you yeah. you know no it sucks it sucks in my position because you feel like you're like spotting uh, someone lifting weights and you're like, yeah. oh shit, my phone rang. And then you look over and they have like this 800 pound set of weights on their chest because you f***ed up. Like, you know what I mean? That for me, that's how I feel. Um, like I should have known, I should have told them my job is to lead them. And, you know, like we're going over Everest and I was like, oops, I forgot the food. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, we, I have some folks that are, are that no one, you know, I have no one that nailed it. I have one customer that I had to convince to sell some March corn at like 474 and he oh. and he has like this he says he and his dad have a tattoo on their arm that says Angie it's basically Angie is almost always right like no one's always right he says but I'm almost always and I'm like I'm just glad that you don't remember the times that I'm wrong I appreciate that and he's like you know but I was just going to say, and I'm on the opposite side. We've been trying to convince people to, you know, get yeah. their inputs in line for for several years now. And they just, you know, at this point, it's too late for some. Yeah, it's it's a it's a struggle. You know, you can't pay three twenty five if you can't break even on it for cash rent. You can't do yeah. it. And there, those are those conversations that are happening. And, and I have someone that came to me a couple weeks ago and they said, you know, I wasn't there today at peer group and because I had an interview because I can't do this farming thing full time anymore. And I feel like I'm, I've, I feel like I've given up. I feel like I'm losing something. And I said, no, you're gaining everything. Like you are moving yourself into a situation where, you know, you will not regret this in, in five years. 
I can imagine. Well, you're getting stability. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but it's hard. And I think that's part of it, Jen, like not to take, cause like, yeah, I mean, there are some people on Twitter now that I'm like, holy fork and shirt, man. Like you need to like, I don't know. Some of them are cries for help. And so then I'm like, well, I don't really want to push them off because they're cries for help. And then other ones, like they can be a cry for help, but I'm not going to be able to help them. Like the guy that called me a dumb bitch last week. That was fun. Um, I'm like, LOL. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're a person in the box. You can't hurt me. Like, but I'm different. Like other people would take that very seriously into heart. And there wasn't another person on, on ag Twitter that actually deleted their account another female um because she felt ganged up on and like no one had stepped in to to really kind of help i guess but well i get that but i think i also have to play i'm a little bitchy when you're gonna state really strong opinions and really um what what you think you're going to get people who disagree with you and i think you have to either hold strong or you have to be man or woman enough or whatever the hell you want to call it these days to say well maybe i'm wrong or maybe i'm not or because i stand behind my opinion people are going to disagree with you it's like you're going to be aggressive with your opinion aggressive and i yeah Yes. If you're going to be aggressive, people are going to be aggressive with you. You have to get to a point where you know that you don't have to answer every person. Every tweet. Yes. Yeah. There's a point where sometimes answering it is just, it's like that thing, like the, I don't like mangoes. Well, you don't like watermelon, you know, like you never mentioned watermelon, you never, you know, I mean, there's times where people can escalate a situation that doesn't need to be escalated. Well, even just when you scroll through, move on, don't engage. Just That's what the scroll is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you don't like what they have to say, you can politely state your opinion as opposite, but move on. You don't have to be a jerk about it. And when you state your opinion, you don't have to be a jerk about it. Like, I'll be honest, I'm afraid to fight with people on Twitter because, so I normally say, in my opinion, yeah. or or I don't put overly opinionated stuff on there because Me neither. I'm, I, I'm, it's not worth it's not worth it. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, it's just not worth there's it. There's times when I'm prepared to battle. Um, I just wake up like, you know, like who wants to fight today? Not really fight. Like, yeah. I enjoy Twitter and, you know, I have a, a friend that I talk to that I think a lot of people would be really surprised that we actually get along very well because we're very similar, but we don't really interact in like, the whole scope public, you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, it's kind of funny because we'll kind of just, I enjoy Twitter because I enjoy saying things to make people think. And I like to read mm-hmm. things that make me think. And sometimes saying things to make people think really twists panties. <laughs> and so that is fun. Well, here's the deal. I'm not quick. I, 
I'm not quick-witted enough to, to, to come back. I'm that person who, like, four days later, I'm like, all right, let's go now. I'm ready to fight. <laughs> I have nah. story yeah, that that's I have now thought of the perfect yes. comeback. I know exactly what I want to say to you. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, so-and-so. I'm like, I've been thinking about it for three days. And they're like, yeah, I'm not in us. Bed fights. I'm like, I should say this. And then this person's going to respond with this. And I'm going to be like, yeah, so. I do the same thing where I'm like thinking about it in the shower and then, you know, Oh yeah. So says this to me, then I'm going to say this to them and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> you know, so. That's me. I'm like, but I need them to say it exactly this way because this is what I'm going to say. I need to. Yeah. I, if they throw me a script ball, I'm going to hit it out of the freaking park. Like that's, where I I am, you know, so I don't know. I, you know, and and I've been doing a lot of stuff like kind of transitioning wise over um, this whole entire move in the market and all the things that have happened and stuff like that has really just got me thinking about like psychology and our wiring. And I'm kind of a nerd anyway, you know, I minored in psychology, but I work with so many people and Karen, maybe, you know, you kind of, maybe you see the same thing. Maybe you're just like, are you high? And I'd be like, not yet. Um, but, um, you know, where people make decisions based on so many influencing factors and some of them are strictly just how they're designed or how they've been, you know, that nature versus nurture type thing or whatever. It, it does. It goes back to farming is, emotional. I mean, it it is. Farming is emotional. Everything about it is emotional. Yeah. Um, it is not, it it is not a, I I don't know. It's not like being a lawyer or anything else. It's, it's, it's emotional. It's, there's no, it's hard to make it entirely objective and by the book because there is every aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah. And so what my intent now is to take into consideration, you know, going back to that thing there where I said, you know, you're separating your knowns from your unknowns, separating your unknowns from things you can control and things you can't control. And so I, I'm really kind of in, I'm just think I'm doing this thing. It's called the judgment index with Ken Smithmeyer on Twitter, not South trader, South traders, dad. And uh, he works with like Alabama football, Nick Saban, Alabama basketball, uh, Tennessee football, and like these billion dollar corporations and things like that. And um, Nick Saban is, makes all of his athletes and assistant coaches, you know, take this test, this thing. And it's really kind of interesting because it's just like, you know, a few phrases and a few words and you have to like, um, rate them and things like that. And somehow out of doing this, he's able to really kind of establish how you make decisions, how quickly you make decisions, how you are um, as a whole with what you're doing and, you know, what you, from an, a, a, you have a life and you have a work and he has this and he has that. And um, what was really most interesting to me is, is he was able to just really kind of outline what my biggest flaw is, which is let's do everything. 
like I never sit down and outline what I want to do. I'm just like, I'm just going to, I'm going to write a book and I'm going to be a, do a podcast. And oh, the largest that's book. me. What do you do? What? Yeah. So he's really, we're working together on making sure that I work to like write down my goals and write down <gasps> how I, you know, what am I going to do this day? How am I going to accomplish it and take some time to actually step back and do. But what's most interesting is like, this is working. So in our peer group, again, I, I introduced this and I have about 10 guys that are going to take it. And I'm really, really excited for them to take it because I think it's important to start looking at, you know, how do you deal with stress? What is your natural coping mechanism when you're overwhelmed? Um, you know, do you shut down? Do you engage? Do you, you know, fight or flight theory, things like that. And so I think it's important in a lot of ways, you know, we, if you're in a, a, a corporation or a big business, Syngenta spends all kinds of time on, on uh, personality and communication and, you know, stuff like that. And you spend all this time on improving yourself. Farmers really are solo. And so they just don't do it. So a lot of them can be like, yeah, I have this flaw or I have that flaw. Or they can be aware of that. But do we actually do anything to improve it when it comes to making business decisions? And I think so. I don't. Yeah. Right. Um, I think. So. I mean, I don't. I'll flat out tell you, I don't. That's, you know, you know what's wrong, but you're just like, eh, it's, it's my yep. flaw. I'll work around it. Yeah. I read something the other day that being an adult or being mature means you recognize your flaws, but know that they need change. And I cannot find the saying. It was so awesome. Um, but I don't, I just go, Oh, that's just my flaw. And I move on. Yeah, and you just like go with it. And, and so like, that's, so I, I'm really working to kind of establish this. Let's take a look at ourselves. Let's see how we make decisions. Let's see, you know, maybe where some of our weaknesses are and see where our strengths are and start to work on the weaknesses and enhance the strengths. Because I see the same thing over and over again. I work with hundreds of farmers and it, there's too many commonalities in those weaknesses or, you know, flaws, I guess you could say in decision-making or whatever you want to call it. Um, and so that's, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know how I got on the subject anymore, but that's what I'm doing right now. So it's fun. No, but I mean, that's really valid. You are, have you, sh I'm sorry, I suck at this, but have you shared like that? Is it a class? Is it, what? It, what is it? A book? No, it's uh it's the judgment index. So what you do is you'd work with Ken um, and he would, uh, give you the test. And so what we're going to do is it's on the recording. I, I emailed the recording. Uh -huh. Well, you wouldn't have gotten the email. It's in the virtual peers, um, Twitter yeah. group. Mm -hmm. Um, so the recording's there. So he'll kind of outline all of that noise and then that noise, like I'm downplaying it. He'll outline everything that he kind of does. And I'll, I talk yeah. about what I'm doing and then I'm going to have whoever takes the test, um, I, we're going to, whoever takes the index, which right now, like 10, 10, 12 guys have kind of come to me and said, I really want to do that. We're going to have a secondary meeting with Ken and kind of go over, not the individual findings, because those are confidential. So unless you're right. like, I'm going to share this, you know what I mean? Um, right. That's not going to be, but we're going to kind of go over what he tends to see as a whole in the group. And then kind of start to discuss some of the ways that we can improve um, on those those weaknesses. 
Like for me, uh, the other thing, I, I procrastinate. And so he tells me I have to be the frog, as Mark Twain says. Me too, sister. Yeah, and Twain says that if you have a frog to eat, it's best to eat it in the morning. If you have two, eat them both kind of deal. And so he says that procrastination is the biggest um, uh, hmm. source of hidden anxiety. Because in a And so... Go ahead. So I think, I think right now, if we're going to talk about it, procrastination is, is, is not thinking about the situation we're in currently in agriculture. Yeah. We just keep bitching about it. Bitching isn't going to get us anywhere. Well, then and I don't know, I don't have a solution for it, yeah. but complaining on Twitter and taking it out on each other isn't getting us anywhere. No. And, and that tends to be what your coping mechanism becomes, right? Like, um, anxiety turns into self-doubt, which turns into anger, which turns into blah, 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 blah. And so if you get stuck in that cycle, it's best to know, okay, I'm getting stuck into my negativity cycle again or whatever. You can call it whatever you want. Maybe, you know, for a lot of people and Ken and I laugh because we call it psychobabble. Like he calls it psychobabble and I go along with it because for a lot of people, especially in agriculture, it's like, um, I don't need you to do this. You know, but the reality is, um, you know, a lot of what we get into, um, you know, and it's just like I said, this all kind of was triggered by this move in the market, this extreme volatility and paralysis that took place. Um, and, you know, just kind of the, well, let's see what happens. Well, it, we've now seen what what's going to happen and we're a buck off the high and it's a lot of money, you know, like, so then what do we do with it kind of deal? And so, um, you know, like I said, it just kind of every, I had the amount of cold calls I made, you know, at 460 to 470 futures, I don't hardly cold call anyone, but the amount of people I called them was especially out of my typical area, because we are in the epicenter of preventive plant, you know, in Michigan, and so I would call the areas that I knew had decent crops based on the seed guys that I was talking to, the other customers that I worked with, you know, and be like, you know, so what are you thinking on pricing? You know, I wasn't calling to twist arms or, you know, really, but, you know, maybe it's not a bad idea to put orders in and the amount of just pure and simple. Yeah, I haven't really thought about it. Was beyond any scope of anything I could ever imagine, you know, when it came down to it. And now here we sit and these guys have good crops uh, or at least should, as long as we don't go into whatever the frick Karen just said on false frost, Karen. I'm hello? just being a realist out there. It's cold this morning when I took the dog out, get a grip, Karen, see a psychiatrist, keep it off Twitter. Right. <laughs> I didn't give it to Twitter. I just said it to my friend, Angie. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone happened to jump on top of it. And then Mark Rorich said up in North Dakota that their high temperatures all next week are in the sixties. So well, what, what does that look? What, what is that Karen? Does it have to be, it, I heard it has to be like 50 degrees for a certain stretch of days, blah, blah, blah. So we're not there, right? A median temperature of 50 for so many days. I don't days know if it's like that. You know, that quantitative i mean it just it can happen so and it's not going to happen i mean it it could differ because the temperatures are going to differ too and it'll differ on what um stage the crops are at and i mean there's a whole lot of stuff that's involved but it's just something that we've been talking about it for at least a month but 
that that's their level of. Concern, I mean, it could be an issue. So, I don't know. For me, I'm kind of holding my breath through Friday the thirteenth on sep- you know September thirteenth to see what happens, and if we make it past that, I think we'll we'll be okay. But um, we really need to make it to the first of October here. I don't care if it's the 13th. Well, I just meant we have to get past Friday the 13th because that's the first full harvest moon. And that's usually when the first frost comes is the first fall harvest moon. So I think if we get past that, then I'll feel a little bit better that we'll make it longer. Yeah. Bam just posted the three to four week outlook offers. No relief uh, from the cold temperatures and the early frost threat is not off the table. So I'm going to have to drive to Indiana (laughs) and punch Mike in the face. I am ignoring all of you right now. Literally. <laughs> just tuning you out. I'm just going to start drinking. That's it. It's like new just it's when people, t- yeah, when people talk about that on Twitter, I tune them out. I'll have a good comeback after I take my morning shower. <laughs> I know. Shower. You guys you have to realize it's 6.30 right? a.m. Yeah. I oh, haven't got the kids up. I haven't gotten to school. This is not my time to be, you know, fully coherent. You're really not a morning person. No, I'm not. <laughs> See, I've been up. I woke up at 4.40 and then I fell back asleep for 13 minutes because this week has been rough on this mom. Uh, okay, so so I basically rolled over at 6.45, uh, saw the text from Angie, was like, <laughs> and stumbled through a dark room <laughs> and grabbed everything I could and came down to the kitchen and then there was dog shit and, and it was ugly. Right, so. there was dog shit and it was ugly. There was. It was terrible. Yeah. yeah, no, I got up. I got my workout. I didn't want to. And Bitch. I'm going to take you down later on Twitter after I take a shower. <laughs> I think about it, out I don't yeah. I think, then when I think about it, today, I'm going to take you down. Every day I'm like, today's the day I'm going to start back on my diet. And then every day, every night before I go to bed, I'm like, tomorrow's the day I'm going to start back on my diet. So. See, I do that every morning. Yesterday morning, I was like, you know what? We're watching our calories. Yeah. And then I got a feed bin working and I moved pigs around and I went down to Casey's and I had a piece of pizza because they actually had beef pizza. And then they didn't have any sprinkles for the donuts. So I got the donuts and I made the lady go get me a cup of sprinkles to dip you my donut are in. Bad at so, yeah. You're like, you not realize that I have a really mildly popular podcast. <laughs> you need to go get my Right. See, yeah, Casey's, I don't know what's going on in Franklin, Indiana, if there's a sprinkle shortage, but come on, people, I can bring you sprinkles if you need me to, but get some sprinkles on the donuts. Funny. That cracks me up. Um, I want a donut now. Like, I think I'm going to go to Big B and get a chai latte and I might even grab a, I'm not going to grab a muffin. A muffin is just an imposter donut. You can start the diet tomorrow. It is an imposter donut. It, It works in a pinch. Yeah. It, but if I'm going to use my calories, I need a good cream filled <laughs> donut. A long oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's the. Oh, wow. That's my take. Who doesn't? What girl doesn't love a good long john? Let's be honest. It's true. Well, I can think of a few, but you know. Same. Well, they probably need a good long john. <laughs> Some days you can't help it. So Karen fell back completely. And I didn't even have to. With a long john. I, I was didn't just thinking, oh my gosh, all the back. flack we're going to catch for that. That's <laughs> uh, all right. I didn't even have to take a shower to come up yeah, with Yeah, my it, mom so is used to it, so she's really not going to mind much. She's just going to. But yeah, so uh, school started this week, right? 
for you guys? Yeah, we started. We last started week. three weeks ago. Really? See, I feel like it's way too yeah. early. Like Carl's going to, to uh, Farm Progress next week, and he's like, "Do you want to go?" And I'm like, "Sure, but I can't." Well, why not? Well, because it's school, and so now we have like a whole extra level of responsibility. Oh, Colton can meaning that skip our child preschool. Now you I'm just don't want to meet me in person. I, you know what? Well, I do, but the problem is it was such a hard adjustment for him. Like legit cried the whole time he was there the first two days. And each day I'd pick him up, he would cry like, why would you do this to me? And so it was very difficult. And then the third day I dropped him off Wednesday, he was kind of like, I'm very sad about this. He cried. But then when I picked him up, he did not cry. And the teachers were like, today was really good. And then yesterday he finally was like, I'm going to play with people and have fun and actually enjoy this process. And so now I'm like, today's off. They're off. I'm like, that's silly. You know, they're like, well, we want to ease them back into school. And I'm like, well, now he has a three day weekend and Monday we're going to have to start all over again. But, um, so is it a four day, is it a five day week week school or or just four days? So, so they'll start full five days next nope. week. Nope. Next week they have Friday off because it's the Friday before Labor Day. And then they have Labor Day oh for Monday. Gosh. So then it's a four-day weekend next weekend. And then Labor Day is a four-day, after Labor Day, obviously, a four-day school week. And then the following week is five days. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Who comes up with that? Progress I'm sorry. On Wednesday. But... Right? Say it. You know, the thing is, like, What's amazing to me is we had a law for a while that you couldn't start school here in the state of Michigan until after Labor Day because they wanted to enhance, you know, give all of August for vacation travels. Yeah, they wanted the kids to work Um, in the resorts until after Labor Day so they could take in the money. That's what Wisconsin did. Yep. Yeah. And so wouldn't that make it makes sense to me? But now it's like now they start earlier and they have a shit ton more days off. So like, it's almost like your summer break. It used to be, you know, you'd go to school for five days every day after Labor Day, because it wasn't like that for me when I was a kid. It was like, you went to school, you started school usually around this time, the 20th or whatever, and you had Labor Day off and then you went five days a week for the rest of the freaking time until Thanksgiving. And then you'd have Christmas break. And then after that, it was like, you went five days a week for the rest of the time until you know, I, we even went like good Friday. Like they didn't have the days off like they do now. Now I feel old and curmudgeonly like <laughs> get off my on. Like that. Get off my well, lawn. You used to have, then you would have, you know, summer break start June 6th until the end of August or whatever, but I don't know. So, but he likes it. He loves preschool now. Or at least he does. He did yesterday. He had a good day. So I'm excited for him to be able to go to preschool and enjoy it. And have his therapies there and get to know people. And, you know, he has a new best friend named Mason. And that's kind of cool. I need a new best friend named Mason. I know. And just play and just play with the kitchen stuff all day. Yeah, that's what they did. They cooked cookies. They were playing Pow Wife. See, cook cookies. Who doesn't want to just cook cookies all day and play with Mason? I know. Me. I do. Jen does. She wants to. So I don't know. But yeah, so are you excited to go to Farm Progress? No, I'm just going on Wednesday. I have to be in the University of Illinois tent as part of the alum board from 12 to 5. Oh, well, I wouldn't Because you're very important. I got to man the tent. I'm not sure that that makes me important. (laughs) 
gotta man the tent or something um man the tent carl was gonna be there all week which is interesting to me because anytime I wanted to where's to carl gonna be before he was like no that's stupid and now he's like going to farm progress see you thursday uh, where is he going to be? With Agrivisor, I'm not sure where they're going to be. Probably with Illinois Farm Bureau and mm-hmm. Midco, that whole group. So, I don't know. I uh, um, I don't know where he'll be, but he'll be in uh, Bloomington, which means I get to go get sushi on Tuesday after music class. and Because uh, I can't eat sushi when Carl's home because he got the stomach <laughs> flu after he ate it the last time. And so just the sight of it makes him want to gag. So I'll get to go get sushi next week and then I'll start my diet the next day. I feel we're closer, but no one likes Eastern Corn Belt anyway, so it doesn't really matter. All right. They're just like, we don't need to have any sort of party here. Uh, we'll just do it in Iowa and Illinois and say that's East and West. And that's a lie. They have some but other shows. They do Husker Harvest Days. and I've never been there either. Well, Farm isn't the half this weekend century or half century of progress? Something, something yeah. yeah, it's going on now. The, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. But I'm trying to figure out. Everyone is posting all of these things about frost, and I'm just going to go ahead and run away. All oh, the frost dates. Got it. All right. Cool. Not even going to look at that either. Jen, you may want to ignore Joe today. Yeah, the hippie farmer. Uh, okay. On it. Yeah, just block it. Joe's easy to ignore. I do every day, actually. Uh, you're still here? What the hell? So Colton just took his new shoes and threw them down the stairs. Apparently he likes them. So, so yeah. So farm progress. Crop tours wrapped up. Thank God. If I hear one more person bitch about trespassing, I'm going to lose my mind. And now I'm going to have one more person bitch about trespassing to me. So that was stupid. <laughs> My mind's already gone, so whatever. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I just, everyone's kind of, I feel like I'm disappointed, though, that there was an opportunity out there for someone to do another video of eating the Impossible Whopper, and they didn't, or I missed it, and I'm depressed in that. I wanted to see Nick's take on the Veggie Whopper. Yeah, the the whole crop tour thing, each of each leg should have stopped and had to have gotten a fake Whopper. Yep and tried it the only problem is i don't want to give them any more business <laughs> I don't want, you know what i mean True. they're gonna be like first you know the initial uh month was amazing and beyond meats really on its way and it's like no no it's it, it just everyone wanted to be on twitter i must eat, have missed that um, i only saw one person eat it there was like a slew of them this week it felt like yeah, there was it was like the big thing yeah, yeah i read so I, I watched one lady and then i read what you said and you both said it was a bad aftertaste and i thought yeah I, i'm not gonna do that to myself so i went to culver's and got a real cheeseburger yeah it is yeah that's delicious i mean the taste itself isn't bad bob brought it in my boss and it was like here Ooh, you go wow. i spent 550 on this let's eat it and pulls a pocket knife out of his pocket and cuts the burger because that's always a good healthy way to do it and uh i'm like where is i don't even want to know what this pocket knife has touched before you hand me the burger but um so he and it i mean it tastes like a whopper when you are initially eating it simply because it's covered in mayonnaise and tomato and onion and pickle and lettuce and yeah how is that you know what i mean like i said on the on twitter you could like cover shoe leather in that and it's gonna be good 
Is it made out of soybeans? Is it made out of it's plant based, right? Mushrooms and something else. Like it's. So I just keep telling myself it's still farm good. So yeah, whatever. I don't know. I used to eat a veggie burger in college. There was one that was really, really good, but I, I haven't found it again. Like it must've been like the food supply thing when I was in college. This was like 2001. Our cafeteria at Aquinas used to have amazing veggie burgers and I ate them. And that was before (laughs) I would have had ag Twitter shame me for doing it. Like, okay. Well, I went to have any sort of, you know, but I always like the veggie Whopper too, like which is just a Whopper without a burger, yeah. because it's a basically yeah. a mayonnaise freaking sandwich. Like, <laughs> <That's> I, <love> gross. <laughs> I like mayonnaise too, but I ain't eating just a mayonnaise There's sandwich. Mayonnaise and a tomato it's and a onion salad and with a bun. And pickles and honest doesn't eat seed bun. I. Yeah, I'd go hit that so hard right now, even today, except for egg Twitter would shame me, so I need to have a burger on it. Yeah, well, I went to Panera yesterday, so I'm going to get my card revoked, too. Oh, Karen. It's like you just don't even care. But I know. So, yeah. That tea was closer than Duncan's, so. (laughs) It was easier. So that's what's going on in my existence. Not much of anything. I like the psychology thing. That's fun. So if you're listening to this and you're like, dude, that sounds cool. Let me know. Hit me up. Um, I got something going. What? You're pregnant? I started teaching. Oh, Jesus, no. Oh. <laughs> if I was, I'd be puking now instead of talking to you. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that didn't work out. Nope. I started teaching introduction to crop sciences at, at junior college. So that's my new little fun side gig for this fall. Did you do your first class? No. So, have you started? I posted my first lectures. Um, the lectures are online, and then my first lab will be Monday in person. But I've been growing all kinds of crops in the backyard. Really? Yep. I have sorghum and sugar beets and all kinds of stuff. But I failed I failed at hops, ryegrass, and rice. Really? None, those didn't germinate. Cotton, I had to replant twice, but it must have been warm enough that it did germinate. So I got to get that moved into the greenhouse before it shuts down here. Interesting. But yeah. That, yeah. I uh, um, failed. My pickles, they grew and they um, produced pickles and then they died. I have so a ton of tomatoes that are green, but not very many have turned red. Same too weird i don't know but my buckwheat Uh, is flowering so that's good good i have cat grass too in my flower pot i like to grow stuff i like i really do but i don't like to put the effort in i'm like i should fertilize that and then that goes on forever like that i need to fertilize that this weekend and i like have the fertilizer bought and i haven't fertilized it and now i'm like f it it's gonna false freeze anyway so i might as well just stay healthy (laughs) So, Don't false freeze before Monday. Cool. The teaching thing, I would like to, but um, I don't know what I'd teach. I'm too. I have nothing I could teach. Nothing. You could teach me how to make delicious things. <laughs> I could. When do I that. was approached, they said the lawyers teach the law classes. So why doesn't an agronomist teach the agronomy class? So yeah, like, yeah. Interesting. I like to think that Twitter is my classroom and I'm going to school all you motherfuckers. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. 
kind of joking. Send all your hate mail to Goddess of Grain. <laughs> yeah, feel free. I won't care about it anyway. <laughs> we'll be like, oh, I'm scared here. You know, like the guy yesterday, the John Doe, like, fill out my change.org something on pro farmers trespass tour. I'm like, your opinion is bullshit if you can't put your name on it. You're just oh, a yeah. At that point, like, I don't, yeah. Put well, your I make- name on it. People will be like, well, they're really mean to people. Well, then put your name on it and shut up. Like, I don't know. I just lose respect for someone if they're going to be like, well, I can't put my actual name on this. So I'm just going to go ahead and have some sort of like whatever anonymous account and say shitty things. No, put your name on it. Like, knuckle up, bitch. Get some cojones. Yeah. Get your balls out of your purse, like Jen would say. You get your balls out of your purse and put them on. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, I don't know. It's cool, Karen. I'm excited for you. You'll have to fill us in on how it goes and what you find with today's college students. Like, as your class goes on. Yeah, so, it should be, be interesting. Awesome. So, we'll yeah. see. I'm so proud of you. But, <laughs> all right, well, we should probably wrap it up uh, this week. Maybe we'll be back next week. Maybe we won't be. That's the joy of this podcast is you never know when the next episode is going to be posted. So surprise. But you can always go back and listen to the old ones. They're still yeah, valid. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, listen to what we said a year ago about things. It'll be fun. So anything you want to add, Jen, before we wrap her up? Nah, smile. Have a good day. Try to be nice to people. Be nice to one another. I like that. All Don't right. be a douchebag. That's... That's exactly right, Karen. Don't be a douche bag. Or canoe. That's the new word. Douche canoe. Yeah. So, so yeah, I've seen that like 17 times. And I'm like, where did this come from all of a sudden? All right, whatever. Canoe. So, so yeah, with that, have a great week. And uh, we'll be talking to you. <laughs>